Welcome to Tawana Talks, where I give my reflections on simple life experiences that lend themselves to life lessons. These talks are for the just ones of the world, and sometimes that just one is me, but it can also be you. Enjoy. Hey, welcome to Tawana Talks. Um, And so I want to talk today about time or the constructs of time, if you will. And I've been thinking about this a little bit. Um, When it comes to the feeling of being brushed, like it's, it, it, it gives anxiety. It's given anxiety when you think that you are rushed or you are running out of time that, you know, develops anxiety um, that you don't have enough time to do whatever it is that you're trying to do. And so as I'm just thinking through this, I'm starting to wonder if we kind of um, have put ourselves in that space, if you will. Um, So let me just give a little story. I remember when I was in the classroom um, several years back and at this time, and I'm going to date myself a little bit here, but at this time, this this particular class time period that I had, um, they had never, they were the first generation. It was the generation of time where they had grown up in houses that never had house phones. Um, So they were able to experience life with just a cell phone. So they had Many of them had never experienced a house phone or at this time period, lots of households didn't have house phones and their cell phone was their house phone. And so for those that may be listening and are like a house phone, why do you keep, you know, distinguishing between house phone and a cell phone? What is that? And so let me give you a little context for my people who are in my generation. You're like, why are you explaining this? But I recognize in working across generations that sometimes what I say may seem like common knowledge, but, and it's not. So I'm recognizing that all sense is not common. It depends on your audience that you're speaking to. So a house phone was something, and and I can't even assume that you've seen social media memes and ads and things that may explain it. So um, as a teacher, I'm also conditioned to understand that if I didn't teach it, I can't expect you to know it. Um, And so I'm going to give a little lesson here. Um, So a house phone was something that was actually plugged into the wall, not electrical plug, but it was a phone line that connected to the phone company. It was not a digital aspect that did not need plugs. It did not need to be charged. That came along later when you had a cordless phone so that you can walk around the house um, anywhere with the phone. But anyhow, nonetheless, that phone still had to be plugged into the wall to connect to the phone line. And in connecting that phone line, the telephone company had to provide service to that phone line so that you would get what was called a dial tone. And that dial tone was your ability to dial out to make calls. And then the phone company also gave you the ability to receive calls. So this generation of students was at the time period of the first generation that had grown up in houses without a telephone. Um, These phones also could not be taken anywhere. They had to stay with the house. Um, And so, you know, certain aspects of that 
they didn't understand. One of the aspects that I know that even generations that grew up with the house phone may not even have understood the whole level of waiting for a phone call to go through. And that's when you had your dial phones. You had to dial a number and wait for it to go all the way back around before you dial the next number. Um, and that may play into what I'm talking about as well, because as we've, um, as telephones have um, evolved, it has developed efficient practices, um, have become more efficient <clears throat> and have become more quick. But then it also has, I feel, has made us more reliant, not so much on the source or the efficiency of the technology or the equipment. But for me, what I'm noticing, it's be, it's caused us to be more reliant on the um, quickness of it. And so going back to the story, so my student was picking up a phone, picking up the phone. He asked to call home for whatever reason. And I said, yeah, sure, pick up the phone. And my phone was connected to the wall by the door. My desk was on the opposite, opposite end of the classroom. And so he picked up the phone and he looked at me and he said, it's doing something. And I'm like, it's doing something. And so I can only respond based on my experience of a house phone. And in that moment, I was not thinking or didn't even realize that this student was of a generation that has never had a house phone in their home. And so the doing something um, response was not in the context of we had the same level of, ex well, I'm sorry, the doing something response was in the context that we had the same level of experience with that house phone type setup. Um, and so I said, is doing something, um, what, is it busy? Um, and he's like, I don't know. And so in my mind, then I realized, oh, wait, maybe we are not communicating at the same level of experience. I'm like, you don't know. So I said, well, let me see. So I got up from my desk, walked over to the across the, the um, room and picked and took and had he handed me the phone and it was a dial tone. And I said, it's a dial tone. And he said, what is that? And that was the moment that I realized, oh, you have never experienced a house phone because you have never had a house phone or had to experience a house phone. You've grown up with the cell phone, which doesn't have a dial tone. So that was a moment of being able to teach. Um, later on, I was communicating that with a colleague and, um, you know, it has comic comedy in it, but there's also some reality. And so as I was reviewing that with the colleague, her response was um, basically to the extent of we have to teach them. Um, they must know. Um, and I agree, but it was more so at the level of <clears throat> they need to learn this way and not the way that they're currently doing it. And so my thought process was then, I think it's important for them definitely, for students, when I say them, for people to understand what was, but not removing what is. Um, it's important to know what was so that we can appreciate what is. And so, because the is is not going away. The is is going to continue and move at a rapid pace and become more evolved and more advanced. But I think personally, in order to appreciate the advancements that we have, we should learn what was so that we have a better appreciation of it. And I'm gonna put a pin there for a second because I think that that lends itself to the topic I'm talking about. And so, um, when I think about the efficiency 
and the advancements of certain things, then it starts to help me to think about or starts to have me to think about time and how the advancements of certain things have caused us to be impatient um, with understanding the process. Because if we think back to house phones all the way up until cell phones and the advancement in itself of cell phones have come, has come a long way, but I'm talking about telephone evolution period. So going from a house phone, one that was plugged into the wall at your home that you could not move in. In some cases, when I was young, it was plugged into a certain location. You didn't have long cords to move about the house. You had to stand at the refrigerator and talk on the phone. <clears throat> and all the way to the time of now cell phones, there's a time period that happened there. Now, at the time of a house phone, I did not know, and not very many people who were using house phones knew that there was going to be a cell phone. There was going to be a time that you would be able to take your phone anywhere and talk to anyone in any way, shape, form, or capacity with another form of device. In fact, if someone would have said that to um, us at that time, we would have thought, man, that's you're crazy. You're talking straight Jetson type stuff. Like, that's the Jetsons, like, and and I'm still waiting for a flying car. But anywho, um, yeah, so we would have thought that was crazy to even conceptualize that, to think of that. But the innovation of time, the in of the evolution of time, excuse me, and the innovation of, of ideas has taken us to a time where now we have these cell phones that we are not without it. In fact, there are plenty of people, including myself, that you leave out the house and you don't have your cell phone, you will turn back around and be late for wherever you have to be, rushing, um, to get the cell phone because it's a necessity. So going back to that time frame of, we didn't know that the cell phone was coming and from where we had the house phone. And so there was no rush there to get something better because we didn't know that there was something there. And there was a process between there that had to take place. And now that we have the cell phone and that we're, we know those who um, had to live and grow up with a house phone, um, we appreciate, I would, I hope, I appreciate, I should say the cell phone because I know where it was. And I also know there was a process to get there. So it was the process that helped me to appreciate um, the evolution and the innovation of the cell phone. Um, and so when I think about now, we have such access to so many things um, and the access has made things more efficient. I do agree. I am a lover of technology. I've studied technology. I think it's great um but that access has created what somewhat of a crutch um of impatience um and the feeling of being lacked um because of the access and when I say that I'm saying like the process is no longer presented it's more so the product is presented. And so had 
I woke up one day and was using a house phone. And the next day, got a cell phone. I would be like, oh, the, the heck with this house phone. Uh, I got this now. But there was a process of evolving through the use of a house phone through even the different uses of a cell phone. So if I take it back to even getting a cell phone, there was something called daytime minutes. <laughs> and that meant that you could not use your phone during the day unless you eat up your daytime minutes. So it had to be extremely important. You didn't get like thousands of minutes. It was like 300 daytime minutes. And that's exactly what it meant from, and I think it, daytime was like, went into night, like seriously, like it was 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. That is not daytime. Like it, that daytime should have started, it should have ended at like three. So you get some nighttime minutes free. But anywho, so daytime minutes was like 300 minutes, depending on the plan that you purchased because you had to purchase it. Your your phone bill was determined amount based on the daytime minute plan that you purchased. And if you spoke to someone during the day, it ate up your daytime minutes. Plenty of children <laughs> got in trouble with their parents because they went over their daytime minutes and talking um, and texting. All of those things cost daytime minutes. Somebody leaving you a voicemail, I believe. I have to look back and think, but I believe even a voicemail. It might not have been, but it might have been. Um, unless you pay for the voicemail plan, that's what it was. You had to pay for the voicemail plan to get voicemails that didn't eat up your daytime minutes. And you would literally call somebody and say, I'm going to call you back on uh, after daytime minutes. Or uh, you would answer the phone. Um, and if you didn't have the voicemail plan, then you just didn't have a voice, <laughs> I guess. Um, but so I'm, I'm saying that to say even through evolving um, through the phone, going from a house phone to a cell phone and the type of plans you had to only be able to use it at night for free to now having a base plan of understanding like, oh, this is valuable to buy a base plan because I know what it was like having a daytime minute plan and having a cell phone was valuable because I know what it was like and having a house phone and not being connected. In fact, leaving the house without some change was detrimental. So it was imperative that you left the house with at least a quarter because then there was also these things called pay phones. And so for those of you that are listening to this of the new generation, pay phones were phones that were stationed throughout the um, outside, you know, throughout the areas outside that you could put money in and call, make a phone call. So we had to have a phone book. So that's a whole another evolution, but we had to have a phone book because trying to memorize everyone's phone number, maybe your house number was the only number you memorized. But if you were trying to call someone other than home, you had to have a phone book and know people's numbers, um, a physical paper phone book or written down somewhere. And so if I had woke up with a house phone and then the very next day, a cell phone, there would be a diminished level of appreciation because I didn't know where that came from. It's like, bam, one day I got this and I got this where I had this unlimited access. And somewhere along the line, we've lost the art and the appreciation for the process. And now we've developed a level of appreciation for the product. And now I feel for me, the product is not as valuable or it has diminished. I'm not gonna say it's not as valuable. The product is valuable, 
but the value of the product seems to be diminished because there's no understanding and appreciation for the process. Um, and so people feeling rushed now is a lot because of, for me, what I've experienced is a lot because of not taking the necessary time to walk through the process. So because we have such vast amount of access to the entire World Wide Web, people post what they want you to see. They post what they feel is the product. They post what they feel is highlighted as a product. Or sometimes people even post what they wish to be the product. And you have no idea if that is the true product. You have no idea of what the process is because very oftentimes the process is ugly. The process is boring. The process is not the sexy thing to post. The process is not the highlight thing to post. And so therefore they don't communicate the process. They just communicate the product and in, in, in what's embedded in the minds of individuals who do not understand there's a process, who do not understand the value of the process, it looks like they're missing out. It looks like they're, um, they're behind. It looks like they're, um, they're, that makes them feel rushed. It starts to develop anxiety because they're like, oh, they have this and they did this and just like that, what am I doing wrong? And it was like, mm, do they? One, do they really have it? Is it really like that? And then if they do, what was the process in getting there? Because in, in trying to get there, you could miss some very important steps and not hit the mark because of the steps that have been missed. And in turn, what you receive is rushed feelings and anxiety as the process, and then feel the need to post uh, uh, inaccurate, inaccurate, excuse me, product. Uh, so my message then is don't feel so rushed. Take time to develop one, a process, work the process, and then identify wins along the way. Yes, I think it's important to have a gold outcome, but any goal without steps is just a wish. And so having a overall goal, what's your goal? Your, if, if we were to really appreciate the process in this, or appreciate the process, then we would understand that goals are steps to an overall outcome. We identify the outcome as the goal, but that's just the outcome. Our goal are things that we hit the mark for, just like in sports. Soccer has a goal, and that's the hitting the mark. Their outcome is to win. They could make a goal and still lose the game. So then they have to see how many goals do we have to hit to meet the outcome of winning. Their goal could be to lose the game. I don't know. I mean, that could be, you know, a, a, I'm sorry, not the goal. Their outcome could be to lose the game. And that means how many goals do they have to make or miss to not win um, the game? And so, again, it's very important to have a overall overarching goal or overarching outcome. But then looking at the steps, the goals have to be hit 
to meet that outcome. It doesn't just happen overnight. Nothing just happens overnight. There is a process. And so don't feel rushed. What's the process? What's what, what's your goal? How are you going to meet that? It's great to look and see what everyone else is doing. Um, if you have people that you admire and things that you're, you know, um, that you're looking to accomplish and, and those that you're aspiring to be like, um, but study not just their product, study the process. And there may need to be some innovations along the way because you are an individual. And so the way that they do it is not going to be the way that you may have to do it. So another story comes to mind. Um, and I was coaching a teacher um, some while back in my administrative um, days in education. And we were looking at the outcome that needed to happen. Um, the outcome that she was looking for was for her children to um, come into class and get started right away. And so um, there was, we noticed that there was just a large gap of time between her children coming in and getting started. And she was a phenomenal teacher, um, but was missing so much class time because the students were coming in and not getting started right away. And so we started looking at, okay, what are some things your outcome again is for students to get started. Your outcome is to lessen the amount of time to two minutes, two to five minutes, I think it was for students to get started. It was kind of at like 10 to 12 minutes. So we were looking at shrinking the time. And so having the time of two to five minutes for students to get started in the class, being at, um, you know, um, learning ready. Um, and what I did in my class was totally different than what she did in her class. And what I did in my class to have a shortened amount of time or a productive amount of time between the students entering the class and getting started worked for me because of who I am. So we started by um, unpacking some of that, looking at what she could do. She, her thought was, I'm gonna do what you do. And my response was, see if that works for you. Recognizing that she's not me, um, her personality is not mine, the structure of her class wasn't mine, trying to operate what I did was not working. Now we wanted the same outcome, but what I did wasn't working for her because she wasn't me and she didn't have the same experiences I had and my process looked different and getting to where I needed to be for that. So she tried that, that didn't work. We came back to the drawing board, she, we talked it through. She started using some of her experiences, some of her skills and some of her thoughts and the way that she build relationships and develop relationships in the um, culture of her classroom, she started to pull those things in to make a decision on how this is gonna work for her. What she came up with worked for her. It, she lessened the time down to two minutes of students coming in and getting right started um, and transitioning from task to task. That was the other focus on how to lessen that transition time. And she was able to do that because she worked a process. If you had walked into her class after she's figured it out, you would think, wow, I need to be just like that and not understand there was a process. Like, why is this not working for me? I'm doing exactly what she did, but it's not working because there was a process that happened for her to get there. And so when you're looking at um, your outcome or you're looking at aspiring to be like something or you're admiring something that you want for yourself, 
That's the overarching outcome. But now you have to identify what process are you going to take to get there because there, there is a process and their process may not work for you. There may need to be some iterations to get to that. So don't rush. That leads to the outcome of anxiety and lack. Do identify the process so that there is an appreciation for it and there is the matched value in the product.